Hey yo, before we get into today's pod, I want to let you know about my Love the Skin You're In Bodyweight Workout ebook. It's designed to be scalable, so it can be scaled for a beginner, but it is definitely challenging enough even for the more advanced fit girl. It's a 30-day step-by-step workout plan that starts out with a challenge, so you have a gauge of how much you progress over the course of the program. If you're wanting to become that girl or tired of taking day one picks every few weeks, head over to sweatandyoga.com forward slash bodyweight to grab the ebook and become that fit friend. I'll also leave it in the show notes for you. Now let's get into the pod. Hey friend, welcome to Sweat and Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Sanchana Sonnenberg, workout ebook creator, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring, and legging as pants enthusiast. AKA, I'm your realistic health and fitness bestie. Basically, I'm here to guide you step by step to your fittest self and ditch the no pain, no gain that health and fitness manifest we've grown up to believe is the way. Today's episode is all about learning to listen to your body with the help of your little red lady friend. You know what I'm talking about, your period. As usual, let's start with the three things I'm grateful for this week. Uh, Since we are talking period, I'm grateful that I started tracking my period at a fairly young age because, well, mainly my mother made me, but then that helped me listen to my body even at times when I was really disconnected. Number two, uh, started making weekly meal plans and uh, ingredient prepping and trying to only go to the grocery store uh, once or twice a week. This is a game changer, guys. Like, I mean, I'm like talking about it like an expert. It's only like week three, although I did used to do this in the past. But honestly, you spend so much less money because a lot of the time we go to the grocery store right after the gym and like Kyle's practice. And so we're both starving and wandering the grocery store for 20 minutes and we're just like grabbing anything that sounds good. This way there's a plan. We do the things and we're done. Number three, uh, the TikTok fitness community lately has been amazing. Uh, Like with their kindness and the support lately, I've just been blown away it's been a really interesting experiment to start a new account and see what happens so yeah and then something i'm working on right now um i've been really stressing about the mandate lately and i'm working on just trusting that everything will work out and just breathing through it because yeah it's a struggle right now Anyway, this is just my usual reminder that I don't say these things to brag or tell you how great my life is, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for as well as those big things in your life and maybe to encourage you to pause the show and write down three things you're grateful for right now, friend. Okay, let's get into today's question. Uh, Can I work out on my period? Just a side note, remember, you can always ask your health and fitness questions over at sweatandyoga.com forward slash ask. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you. You just click on through and ask your question. Okay, on to the question of the day. First, let's start with the fact that I have not shared this with very many people, but like one of my the most influential parts of my life is my period. So first of all, do you know your cycle? This is actually much 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 more important than we think side note don't you wish that this was the stuff they taught in health class like if you don't right now by the end of this podcast i hope you will because like (sighs) a while back i asked on insta how well people know their cycles like do they know when they're ovulating or how accurate their period is or what it means when their period is late or how to track their ovulation etc etc 
Some people knew, but to be honest, a lot did not. Um, see, knowing these things isn't just for like procreation and like clearly a male designed the health curriculum in high school. Someone decided many, many moons ago that we need to be told not to have sex or to use a condom when you do have sex and the being late, it means you're pregnant and like that's all you needed to know about your body and about your period. And then you can worry about the rest on the day you decide to become pregnant like once we switch to we want to get pregnant well that's the only time we need to learn anything else about our cycle the interesting part is i remember about school is that there was no acceptance or time and space given for like your period time if you had period cramps at school either it was bad enough that you went to the nurse and got painkillers or you were sent home or you just toughed it out what if there was like a stress reduction room we could go to like I have really I mean I had a good time in high school but when I think back like it was so toxic it's just anyway anyway don't want to get on a rant here just leading into the point of this podcast how to train at what time of the month here's the thing even in the online quote-unquote productivity space I feel like men dominate because they're the ones whose hormones fluctuate throughout the day so when they say first thing in the morning go as hard like and work out as hard as you can first thing in the morning that's because their hormones are at optimum like a little after they wake up to do like the thing because they'll boost their testosterone we are much more complex systems as females uh, us little female bodies or little female human bodies we need more than just wake up and work out Perhaps eventually we can get there if our baseline is high enough and like we have those habits already in place and like the the rest of our stressors are low enough. But for the average woman whose life isn't just about fitness, it is in her best interest to ebb and flow with the times of the month. So before we get into the breakdown of your month in particular, I want to let you know about my free fitness library. There's a few weeks of workouts, some checklists, a few clickable yoga programs, and more. To grab the link and password to the library, head to sweatandyoga.com forward slash free dash resources. I'll also have it linked in the show notes so you can make sure you can check it out there. So our month has four stages and they vary in time depending on the person, which is the main reason we should be tracking our ovulation by taking our daily temperature. A normal cycle, I believe, is between 24 to 38 days, but it could be wrong. If you are outside of these, definitely talk to a naturopath or a doctor to make sure that your period is optimal. Uh, There's my little disclaimer. As usual, here's the thing. While I can give you guidelines and guidance on how to potentially figure these things, things out for yourself, if you're a healthy person, this pod is here to strongly encourage you to connect to yourself because only you know what you feel op- when you feel optimally, like when you feel optimal. But additionally, I cannot see you or talk to you on an indi- individual case-by-case basis. So if you fear that anything is up with your body, seeing a professional can help you sort it out and you most definitely should. Like you shouldn't just take internet <laughs> advice, right? Anyway, so our, our 24 to 38 days or whatever your cycle is, is kind of like a bell curve. It starts out, at day one of your cycle if it was like a graph um you start out in like a little bit of a cocoon low energy low everything everything goes up and peaks around ovulation then comes back down on the second half of the cycle uh before i figured this shiz out i would be 
struggling to figure out why sometimes leg days hit bomb at the gym and sometimes my motivation seemed to plummet uh this is the key my friend this is it like this is what there are four phases to the cycle so yeah let's get to know them a little bit again picture this like a bell curve it starts low in the bottom left corner if this was a graph bottom left corner starts low rises peaks in the middle and then comes down at a dec like slow decline to the bottom right so we start our cycle in the menstrual phase this is day one of your period to the end of your period so again like i said each um time frame is individual to the person some people have a three-day period some people have a seven eight day period right so it'll definitely definitely affect what's going on there immediately after that so it doesn't matter if this is day four for you or if this is day 10 for you immediately after that is the follicular phase and that goes until the day you ovulate which is this is why it's key to know when your ovulation is if you're tracking and taking your temperature you should see like a little spike at the time of ovulation and it should stay up uh, until the day of your period or sometime like the day before or so but you should see a spike and that spike should be at least 0.3 um, celsius difference i believe 0.2 or 0.3 look it up <laughs> um like my mine personally goes from like 36.6 to 37 um around that time so so then we hit the ovulatory phase this is next which is the week or so after ovulation and then your last week of your cycle the week before your period or so is your luteal phase the separation between these last two is a little hard to pin down because there isn't anything like ovulation or like bleeding or whatever um, but the decline in energy should be fairly steady until it is an all-time low for day one again to start it again now you can like dive deep into your cycle here there are even foods that are more beneficial during certain cycle times uh, based off of the amount of energy required or like lifestyle suggestions like i.e spend less time around people during a menstrual phase all of this combined is salt called cycle sinking salt um, but here we're talking specifically working out if you're starting to listen to your body this is like the best place to start because it is sometimes hard to distinguish whether I just have no energy or I just don't feel like it, right? This is a great way to be like, oh, I'm in my menstrual phase. I probably have no energy, right? Oh, I'm in my ovulatory phase. There's a, there's a chance, right? There's, there can also, there's also lots of other lifestyle factors. So this isn't like a hard done fact, but it's just more so like, oh, I'm in my ovulatory phase. I probably am just being a little bit on the lazier side right so i hate even using the word lazy but you get my point first you're going to want to map out when you're going through each of these phases so you know when you can make these adjustments there's some huge hormone fluctuations between the menstrual and ovulatory period uh, so let's start with the menstrual cycle um, your estrogen and progesterone drop during this time so this is a time of rest and recuperation as far as exercise, this is the time to do some very, very light restorative yoga. Maybe go for a walk, do some extremely light, slow strength training. No PRs. For the love of baby LeBron, no PRs. Swimming, slower, longer movements with loads of rest. 
are where you want to be like bumping around this time right like like a restorative yoga just like a yummy slow flow like turn on some slow music and just vibe your body right next up so again we talked about right after your period finishes is the follicular follicular phase during this phase estrogen and testosterone are all like starting to rise which is why we can up the intensity of our workout it usually feels like we're getting like joltier and joltier energy during this time if your hormones are pretty close to balance it feels like you are getting your motivation back without having to like drag yourself to places right drag yourself to the gym drag yourself to the own mat it's a great time for some like slower strength training because stress starts to be mitigated at this time even like some hit workouts not super intense but some hit workouts and like maybe some shorter sprints some ashtanga some vinyasa Maybe not a full Ashtanga practice if you're not like fully practiced into it, but you know, starting to get more intense. Again, we're, that bell curve is rising. Next up is that star of our show. It is when you hit ovulation slash the ovulatory phase. So the length of your follicular phase will depend on when your period finished and then on the day you ovulate will be the first day of your ovulatory phase. When you ovulate, your estrogen 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 and testosterone are at their highest and your lh causes your follicle to burst and an egg to be released into your fallopian tube this is a killer time to hit those prs and do any kind of intense high intensity workouts you'd like spinning bar like run that marathon man if you can like schedule marathons and chiz around this time this is it like you will there's a good chance you will pr or if you're gonna go do a competition or whatever and then lastly, we come to approximately the week before your period. Um, and this is where your energy really starts to dip low. Not quite as low as your menstrual phase, but it's like working towards that, right? All time low. This energy is actually pretty, like the energy is pretty different between the start of this follicular phase and the end of it, like the first half versus the second half. Uh, the first half, it can still be a little bit more intense. Again, it depends on like your hormones and things like that, but we're you can increase like you can still do some strength training and cardio and things like that in the second half we want to move more towards closer to that menstrual phase so walking pilates yoga things like that this is a phase to start preparing for that cocoon time of our menstrual cycle i'm going to give you some book going to give you some recommendations for a few books if you want to actually dig more into your cycle but i want to remind you about my free fitness library in there you'll find a few weeks of workouts some checklists and a few clickable yoga programs plus more to grab the link and password to the library head to sweatandyoga.com forward slash free dash resources i'll also have it linked in the show notes to make sure you check it out All right, I wanted to cap this off with a few of my favorite books on how to connect to that divine feminine that helps you sync up your cycle and, you know, just live that aligned life, you know, where you can dig into the diet, the lifestyle, things like that. I'll link these in the show notes, but here are my top three. Uh, the Fifth Vital Sign by Lisa Hendrickson Jack, Wild Power by Alexandra Pope, and Woman Code by Alyssa Vitti. I could be saying that wrong either way. And then there are three that I am looking to read ASAP. I already have a couple of them on my uh, 
ebook like my Kobo, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, number one, Code Red by Lisa Lister. In the Flow by Elisa Vitti. Um, again, same author. It's like the next step, I guess, is sort of what it's sold as. And then Period Power by Maisie Hill. All right, friends, so we have come to the end of this little chat on motivation throughout your month, the Cycle Syncing Edition. I know I say it often, but the key is to learn to listen to your body, and this is definitely one of the best places to start. Cost zero dollars. I guess maybe like $3.99 or $9.99 if you need to buy a thermometer to figure out your ovulation date, but that is it. I know many online fitness gurus told having all your ish together and doing all the things at once, spending loads of money and like buying all these products and gadgets and things, but it can be as simple as taking your temperature every morning and deciding accordingly where your motivation, your drive, things like that are, like tracking your energy levels. Anyways, thank you for joining me here today, friend. I hope you got some useful takeaways here. All the links I talked about will be in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as some new episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think it'll benefit them so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in. I'd also love for you to take a moment and tell me what you'd like to see more of in the show by either filling out the Ask Google form I have in the show notes or writing a review. Catch you next time, friend.